Welcome to Poking with the Thorns with Jordan Duncan Thorns with Jordan Welcome to Coaching to the Heart. Um, I'm George Barsonis. Um, I'll be doing this podcast with uh, Jordan Kurgan and Doug Wilson. And one of the things that we want to start out with so you guys know about us is what does coaching with the heart mean to you? So I'm going to defer to my first assistant, Doug Wilson. What, uh, what does that mean to you? Just going to let people know that we coached together for many years, or is it just going to be the, this random? Right, give, them the, give them the backstory. So uh, George and I actually got started together at Pacific College, um, and then uh, George – you got a head coaching job where? At Maria Creo. Maria Creo, yeah, high school over in Santa Rosa. And then um, I joined him there, and Jordan came over and joined us as well, and we've been coaching together um, for quite a few years. So that's kind of the backstory. You know, we have quite a bit of history together. Um, uh, I know George and Jordan – coached together at BC camps. I did one year with them, but I know that they have a long history together there as well. So, um, good group. How many years have you been coaching then? Because I know you coached before we got together. Yes, Doug. Uh, total 14 years of coaching at all levels. So, elementary, middle, high school. All right, and then Jordan, uh, well, I guess background, what, uh, how long have you been coaching and, and what's your backstory? Um, so let's see, I guess, uh, I went from player coach pretty fast. Um, my, uh, my, my, I guess basketball ability was, was at a fairly high level, but I started late. And so I transitioned pretty easy into the coaching game, uh, wanting to teach. And, uh, I'd started at a small, tiny school. Um, and I always think back to, um, Coach Roy Williams uh, talked about uh, his his first coaching experience. He went like one in twenty five his first season or something like that, and that was pretty much the experience I had. I went four in twenty five my first basketball season, and uh, I learned at that moment that I didn't ever want to repeat that. And so I started to continue to coach, um, and uh, eventually came across NBC camps, uh, which I'm not sure where they're at nowadays if they're still kind of in in place and and uh the same product that they used to do but that's where i met george and uh you know uh basketball is what bonded us and then uh life is what um connected us uh i guess uh for for the entire uh future but um about a year into the uh george and doug's tenure at maria carrillo is when i came into the picture and uh, they, I think they suffered that close to four and twenty-five for season or something like that. And uh, so the taste of of never wanting to be there was in their mouth as well. And so um, I think that that drive to get better as a person, as a um, as a coach, as a mentor, um, is 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 uh, something that people have experienced in their own life, and and it, it allows them to to jump into to coaching and it's why I guess I coach in my background. Um, so I've been coaching since I was about 19 years old, just 37 now off and on. So about 15, 16 years with a couple breaks in there. Um, 
and back close to the game for the first time in about five years. And so it's, it's been a, a really cool process. Good. Um, one of the reasons, so my name is George and, and I wanted these guys to go through uh, first um, is that Doug and Jordan have both been um, two people that I feel that have always been a, a sounding board. Um, if you get to know it through the course of this podcast, you know that we probably don't agree on almost anything. Um, we are both all, all of us are strong-willed. All of Agreed. us have ideas on it. Um, Doug and I, actually, I will say this, Doug and I, when we first started coaching together, um, the coach that we started out underneath us, a lot of times we were always chomping at the bit at each other because um, we were, we were, we thought we were very like different in the way that we thought, the way we thought things should be run. But when it came down to it, him and I, I think we took a trip to scout a game. And I walked out away from that experience thinking, this is somebody who I have almost nothing um, in common, like in our backgrounds, the way we were raised and what we like to do. I mean, I think, Doug, back then you were doing the bikes. You were doing the uh, the flatline, the flatlander thing, whatever it's called. And you were doing all these things. And I was, I didn't have a lot to relate from music to the way that you cook your chicken to the way that we, he likes the Broncos. I like the Raiders. I mean, we were very dissimilar, but when it came to, when it came to coaching, um, the ideas that I want to share with you guys were, were, were like that. Um, being able to coach with Jordan, it started out in as, as like the brother from a different mother and then feeling some of the stories that we had, uh, some of the passions. Um, I've always felt that, Jordan has always been the guy that questions me at a, a more heart level. Like, what am I, what am I doing to better myself and the team? How am I, what am I doing? Is it really helping? And those are tough questions to have two people in your life constantly asking you. So I felt that if you're only strong as your weakest link and when your weakest link is you surround yourself with people that are going to make you stronger. And so um, I, I, I think I did the math the other day. I think I've actually been coaching 16 years uh, actual coaching, not just like sitting there and being someone who, who wasn't sharing their ideas. Um, and, and those things for me have given me the opportunity to question a lot of the things that we've done. Um, being with this podcast again with, uh, with Doug and Jordan, one of my goals with coaching with the heart, and this is what it means to me. I want to start with this first for me is that if you can't coach with your heart, if you only want to coach for the wins, and I'm glad that Jordan mentioned the, the, uh, the Roy Williams story is if you're coaching for the wins, you're probably at some point either going to cheat, you're uh, going to lose so much that you're going to hate the sport, or you're never going to win enough. And if that's what it is, you're going to sacrifice relationships, you're going to sacrifice friendships, you're going to sacrifice probably your ethics to get what you want to do. And it always breaks my heart when I see some coach um, commit some violation and, and do something to to get to the next level. So for me, coaching with the heart is really the only way you can actually coach. Because if you can't relate to your kids, if you can't find the the reason you're in their life and the reason that you're there for, and again, I love basketball, but it's just a sport. And I love coaching, but again, it's just a way to, to make an impact in kids' life. I have felt that in everything I do, if I can find out the reason I'm in that kid's life, that has been made all the difference in my coaching career because winning to me is a byproduct. If you have solid kids, a solid program, and you're and you're teaching them the right things, and you're teaching them to deal with adversity, you're teaching them to come out of their shell, you're teaching them to become leaders. Winning just happens. And if you're only focusing on the winning, 
you lose it. And so that's what it means to me. And that's what you guys are telling me. So I'm hoping in this podcast, uh, uh, it's going to sound so simple to, Hey, we got to find this. And then some seasons, yeah, you will go four and whatever. And some seasons you'll go undefeated in the league and, and you'll win that and you'll feel great on a winning spot point, but you'll, you'll remember all the things that took you to get to there and all the relationships that were tried and tested and, and how you, you had to have that to start anything. So that's what it means to me. So uh, what are you guys' thoughts on that? Or what do you guys think about coaching with the heart? I'm going to, I'm going to echo a little bit of what you said, George. Um, and for me, coaching from the heart really means, uh, understanding why you're there and it is to make an impact in kids lives um uh so to me when i think of coaching from the heart really it's about building relationships um with your student athletes truly showing them um that you care i love that i love that quote that says people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care um and I think that applies across the board with coaching that your student athletes do not care how much you know about basketball until they know how much you care about them as an individual, as a person um, who's going through life, who's going through challenges, um, who, you know, who's, who's living day to day. And uh, one of the things that I have learned over the years is uh, the value of developing and building uh, strong, long-lasting relationships and friendships um, with with the student athletes that you work. Um, a bridge. So that, to me, is what it means when I when I when I think of coaching from the heart. For me, I mean, it's it's very similar. Uh, I guess theme. Um, you know, making those connections. Uh, but for me, like I think of in motion and, and science, I guess. And, and I'm going to break it down from a standpoint of a wave and it, it's ripple effect. Right. Um, so, and I think of um, a positive ripple effect because I mean, you can have a negative uh, ripple effect. And so, you know, when I think of a, uh, a ripple effect, you know, you, you throw a pebble into a body of water right into the center. And that, uh, I guess that, that impact of the water allows that motion to go out and out and out and hit the rest of the body of water. And for me, it, it comes back to um, coaching, you know, X's and O's. Like it, as I heard Doug talking about, you know, um, his, his uh, <coughs> coaching from the heart. Um, I started to think back at some of the teams we had and I can't think of any specific game. I can't think of uh, any specific shot. But what I do think back of is the work and the effort that was put in at practices, on road trips, you know, um, and, 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 and that's what, uh, where the ripple effect for me starts to build. And I think uh, George and Doug, uh, it's funny, uh, for her privacy, I won't mention the, the kid's name, but uh, we were just talking about someone, how, you know, um, she, we, 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 we made our impact on her, we sent her out. And her wave hit the rest of the world and it's kind of coming back and we're starting to, to see that, that positive impact that, that, that was made on her. And she's extended that to, you know, probably hundreds of hundreds of people. And so for me, that's why I coach, you know, someone took that time with me, um, you know, not, I, I guess we'll maybe get into deeper stories and di different levels or layers of, of our own personalities. 
but uh, someone took time with me when I was 15, 16 years old. And, um, you know, I was at a crossroads. And because the um, coaching from the heart approach was taken with me, um, it put me on a road where, where um, the positive impacts um, were felt by, by a ripple in, in my daily life. I like that. I like that ripple effect. And I, and I, this is, again, I forget sometimes how many different analogies um, we've all used um, in halftime talks and after the game. And that's one of the things that I hope that we can uh, kind of start to, you know, bring back, refresh, um, reuse, because uh, you never know. Like uh, um, someone asked me, um, like, are you worried that someone's going to hear like what you're thinking or, or what coaching things you have or what? <laughs> and, I, and I really, honestly, I, I don't really care. Like, I feel like, it was, I don't know if we give some secret play that we had. I can't think of one, but uh, I always felt like it doesn't matter. Um, I, I still go back to um, uh, thinking about some of the Vegas clinics uh, that we've gone to and, and listening to people's thoughts. And I still remember one of the ones that impacted uh, Ernie, Ernie Johnson, no, Ernie, Ernie Kent, is he at Oregon? I have to look him up, but the uh, coach at Oregon did a phenomenal thing on fast break, how to run a fast break offense. And, and he was talking about this. And then five minutes left in his hour long talk, he goes, Hey, let me, let me break down what really matters. And he stopped. He had his, I remember I was taking notes. My hand was cramping up. I'm, I'm drawing out all his transition stuff. And he goes, um, all this means nothing. If you don't know your kids and and he spent the last five minutes and I saw some people kind of like tuning him out because they were like, you know, what's this have to do with anything? And I felt bad for them because I felt like, you know what? He gets it. He gets um, that your kids will only run. And I use one of his sayings. He said in that, that clinic that if, um, if you make them run like a suicide or a wake up or whatever condition, they can run out the gym. The kid can, can run, run to the one end and just leave. That's their choice. What gets them to stay and to push themselves harder is that they know what you're doing. They used to say, hey, guys, we're going to work hard today. They're willing to work hard because they know where you're coming from and there's trust there and there's a relationship there. And I know all of us have, at some point in this season will mention that, that we do the things we do because uh, someone made an impact in our life or we're trying to make an impact in someone else's life. And 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 you know that. I don't. I can't tell you how, how it warms my heart when we have those kids that invite us to their weddings and their graduations and, and they see us on the road and they're like, you know, hey, and then they, you know, I ran into Smiles the other day. You guys remember uh, Smiles? And it kills me every time because I'm always thinking, like, like uh, uh, you know what I'm talking about? You're giving me a look like you don't remember who I'm talking about, Melissa Knoll. Uh, and that oh. she, she looked at me. I know her by a different nickname, oh, but okay. We called her that because her first year we had her, yeah. that girl hated coming to practice. She hated working hard. And she's such a phenomenal athlete that <clears throat> you were always like, why are you not working as hard as you can? And so we made a nickname for her one day of just calling her Smiles because she was the grumpiest kid. And then when she'd break out, I think she had braces my first year we had her. So I don't know if that was part of the reason she didn't want to smile, but we were always trying to make her smile. And it, and, and I think, oh, actually, I know. I know it paid off with her. And, uh, and Well, that's we, the crazy part, like not to interrupt, right? But that's one of those ripple effects, right? She, I mean, uh, I mean, you mentioned my name, so hopefully, I don't know, maybe she'll see no, this at I some point. But, no, no, maybe she'll see this at some point, but uh, let me uh, start with, we love you, we appreciate you, we've, we're so proud of what you've done. But she was a pain in our ass for a long time. This is a right? family show. <laughs> uh, sorry, 
but she was a pain in the the butt, right? And and she, I mean, she was. We were like, you know, run. Why? Why do I run? Uh, no, I quit. This is stupid. I hate this. This is the worst thing ever. Like we suck, right? And then, and I remember she was. She's probably one of the early tests for me. I was like, I don't know if I want to coach. I don't know if I want to coach, right? But to give her kudos, I don't know if you how close you guys are to her, and I'm not like super close to her. I, I don't. I don't see her very often or at all but she is pouring into her coaching now and she's a coach she's a a varsity soccer coach and uh from what i see or from the outside looking in a very successful varsity coach and it's not about (coughs) the wins and losses as far as success those kids look at her with so much love and and i don't know for me that's what that ripple effect is about you know, she's going to win a state championship, but at the end of the day, I don't think she'll care about that. All right. So to wrap this up, the first one, this is a kind of an introductory, just kind of showing you who we are and what we are. I, I hope that you, uh, um, I, and I don't know, maybe we'll, we'll have a uh, hundred thousand listeners. Maybe we'll have one. Uh, but really what I want is maybe a record of our thoughts, our feelings are, are, I mean, I just feel like what you've done, you guys have done in my life. Um, I would hate not to have an, a record of it. To be like, hey, maybe we won't write a book. Maybe we won't have this this uh, legacy. But someone will come across this, and someone will say, you know what? I'm going to try that out. And that, if that happens, and someone says, hey, it worked, or you know what? That was something I never thought about it because I know um, it, it. We pass it on. If we don't pass on what we know um, or, or what we've been kind of blessed with, I know uh, the the reading. I mean, you guys are just a. Uh, uh, when I read a book and I'm like, Hey, have you guys read about this? And then Doug's like, yeah, I've read this. Have you looked at this? Or Jordan, you send me stuff on once in a while. Like I, I felt like that was a time in my life where I felt like I was always growing. And if we're not growing, you know, we're dying. And so I, I want to stay that way. So maybe my son in the future will, will hear this and, or, or Maisie or, or, or whoever, you know, maybe a former player will look at this and go, well, we just talked about this first episode. It should be about smiles. I mean, we, we talked about her and, and the impact and the fact that she's coaching and the fact that I know she does some of the stuff we did. And, and the fact that, you know, I've had other players who I thought we made no impact on who send me, Hey, how did you do that? Or how did you get through this kid? And I'm like, that kid is you. And this is karma's payback thing. <laughs> That's what you have. Cause I know that, you know, you, everyone has some of those kids that just don't buy in. And, uh, and then later on in life, you find out that they did, but they just didn't want to show it to you. So um, I dedicate this first episode to those kids that maybe the kids we don't even know we made an impact with the kids that we bucked heads with with the parents who who didn't believe what we were doing or Ooh. our former ad that said hey you guys are doing kumbaya and singing about candles and and not realizing what we were trying to do and what we were trying to get past so i i'm looking forward to this man i i can't tell you how excited i am that we got a chance to try this out and, and get this out to the the world so um that's my goal so i'm excited about that so wrap what? it up here it- uh, with there are some coaches listening. If you're playing with difficult players in your program, um, difficult parents, difficult ads, all that kind of stuff, too, um, you have to be true to who you are and what you're about, and to make sure that you stay patient, uh, especially with with again the student that you are working with. And it's going to be hard, but. Um, I'm just going to encourage you to be patient as you work through it because we touched lightly on a couple of cases that 
have turned out beautifully. And like George was saying, you don't know the difference that you make in people's lives until sometimes years later. It's like, it's, uh, it's almost like planting a garden. Sometimes, you know, when you plant stuff, it doesn't bloom for, um, for six months, a year, five years, 10 years, whatever it is. Um, and so it's just important to keep planting in these kids that you're working with. So don't give up, don't get discouraged, stay patient. All right. And Jordan, any final thoughts before you sign out? Um, you caught me. I was trying to like piggyback on Doug's uh, planting and seed um, little theme there. But um, yeah, so uh, so I, I can't even show the picture. Anyways, I don't know. Um, like Doug said, you know, uh, maybe there are some coaches, some players, you know, uh, even parents that, um, you know, the, the, to me, coaching is a form of parenting. And so uh, hopefully this podcast and, and, and these conversations can inspire or just uh, motivate people to take that extra step to make deep connections, because that's what, for me, life's about, you know, wins and losses come and go. But um, the work and the effort that gets uh, put into the daily grind is uh, what truly defines um, coaching, whether it's life or sport. But for this first one, thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys on episode one of our podcast, Coaching with Art. Thank you for listening.